We are continuing day three here. Happy to welcome in Western Copper and Gold's Mr. Paul Wessels for an update out of the casino project. Paul, I've seen quite a bit of you. Uh, the Yukon Pavilion at VRIC was uh, very busy yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Um, I, I told uh, I told Ann uh, over uh, over there that uh, I felt like that was, might have been the busiest the pavilion has been in a very long time. Yeah, it was... Uh it was exciting. I mean, VRIC, which, as you know, can be hit and miss. It, it's yep. a bit of uh, a bellwether for the industry. But it was particularly the Sunday. We were very, very busy. There were a lot of people at the pavilion. We had a lot of people come by the booth. So, uh, yeah, very yep. excited about that. It was a real positive turn of events. Yeah, we had a good panel. Uh, we yep. were thought leaders on critical minerals <laughs> for the Yukon. We provided yep. some, uh, we led some thought. Let's just say that. Let's get a sense of, uh, you know, kind of, I'm sure you're getting a, a ton of questions here over this week because everybody's kind of, you know, coming in into your house and asking what's what's going on with Rio Tinto and all those things. I mean, and a number of meetings, you know, with local governments, First Nations, all those things. You know, how do you kind of summarize, you know, this week's activities and, and what you're accomplishing? Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting that uh, at Roundup, a lot of the, the Yukon government has a big... Uh, um, contingent that comes down, all the Yukon First Nations come down, and it's just sort of historically that this week and has been an opportunity for the First Nation and territorial government to, to meet with all the, the mining companies operating up in the, in the Yukon. So, yeah, I mean, I've met with you know, three different First Nations, I've met with um, you know, the government on two or three different occasions and different bits and pieces. I mean, the, the territorial government, we met with the federal government actually just uh, an hour ago. So, um, you know, lots happening on, on, on all those fronts. Of course, that's mostly around the permitting permitting bit, you know, just making sure that that's all lined up. I mean, that's, that's going to be a big push this year. Um, lots of conversation around energy infrastructure, mm -hmm. a lot. Um, the um, you look at uh, the territorial government. I mean, they've been you know making some small announcements around this, but the real big thing is is that they're going to be applying to the Critical Minerals Infrastructure Fund, which was announced uh, by the government of Canada. Um, I keep hearing different numbers bouncing around, but you know I'm hearing 50, 60, 70 million dollars of funding. That's a pretty big. Uh, amount of money and that's really it's identifying the roots it's doing the engineering it's yeah. getting that going I mean this is you know this isn't an if this is a when um, this needs to happen it needs to happen because the Yukon's running out of energy point one point two is that it, it's part of northern sovereignty and, and you know, beginning to you know this is building the railroad or building the highway infrastructure. The next thing is the energy infrastructure. So it's important from that perspective as well. And, you know, very excited. Uh, you know, Minister Wilkinson was here a couple weeks ago and, and you know, industry and the territorial government met with him. Um, he's very supportive of this as well. So he's going to throw his shoulder behind yeah. it in Ottawa. Um, just heard this week that the British Columbia government has signed up on that as well because it benefits them in northern BC. So. You know, this. The, looking forward to seeing some announcements on that as, as this rolls out over the next uh, you know, couple of months. Do you think some of those those topics and agenda bullet point items would be where they're at today? And I know we, you know, right now it's it's a lot of just kind of dialogue. We're yet to see something actionable. You know, like boots on the ground, getting 
this infrastructure uh, up and going. But despite that, do you think even the dialogue would be where it's at today if it wasn't for the casino project? No, I mean, I think we're we're, we're part of that. You're equation. the linchpin. We're, we're the, yeah, I mean, we're, we're the anchor tenant. You know? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's exactly what we are. And, and I think it, I mean, the idea has been around for a while. It's always had, you know, we need to service the mining industry. And, and, and you know, we represent a pretty big load, but then you've got, you know, fireweed uh, behind us. You've got, you know, you look at what's happening with Snowline. I mean, I mean, all these. So if you look at the next decade, there's going to be a lot of additional mining there uh, up in the Yukon. So we really, I mean, every jurisdiction is like looking to increase the power and, just another one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, we just had uh, John McConnell on for Victoria Gold. Okay. And, uh, you know, John McConnell is not one to stray away from, you know, thoughts that he once has. And he literally told us on uh, on this pod that maybe there's a little, he thinks there might be a little too much discussion about infrastructure, not enough on permitting and getting that uh, improved. Uh, and, you know, I was like, well, that's, uh, I guess that's one way to put it, John. <laughs> you know, and, and, but he has a solid point because when they brought Eagle in, it took a very long time. Um, and he would like to see that improved. Obviously, would benefit the likes of Casino or yep. any other projects. Other projects come down the pipeline, Yukon. Um, you know, there's, there's obviously merit to that idea. Uh, you know, I guess general thoughts on how you would like to see the permitting process improved, uh, because you are again the anchor point in this process them, now. Yeah. yeah. No, and and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, keeping in mind that uh, Victoria Gold already has already has grid power connected to them, so you know, he'll get cheaper power with a with a grid, but sure. um, you know, it's it's le- less less in, in front of him. But I mean, uh, regulatory reform is is well overdue um, and we absolutely know that um, even um, you know, we were actually as I said I met with the federal government literally an hour ago and, and it was okay guys what, what are you going to do to I mean we have you know the deputy minister of Canada, prime minister of Canada Christia Friedland saying we're gonna fast-track critical minerals projects in Canada and like it, this is another like okay so what does that mean yeah. and you know what and and it's easy to do actually I mean, all you need to do is is really just you don't need to change because if you're changing legislation or you're adding an, an additional level of government that's not going to speed it up you just really need everybody to you know be ready for projects execute when they've asked to be executed and stay within their lanes and that's you know that's our message we go to Ottawa we have that message we met with them Yukon government, that was our message. And so I said, look, you know, and both the territorial and the federal government have, uh, you know, these sort of gatekeepers that are supposed to be, well, the government speaks its own language. And it's like, look, when you get a hundred requests from, you know, Environment and Climate Change Canada, you need to filter those and fire, you know, let the important ones through and let the non important ones just say, no, guys, this. You know, I love to ask every single question under, under the moon. And so there is a way, and, and we talked about that with, with the feds, and they said, look, that, we flagged that as well as, as an opportunity to, to help streamline getting critical minerals. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, so, you know, you and I talked about how important this year is for Casino. You, you mentioned it's not going to be you know, the most flashy year of news, but it is going to be very important leading up to whatever happens with your partners. So it kind of gives a sense of your expectations, what you might be sharing uh, with your shareholders and the market here over the next coming weeks as we lead into the always welcomed and exciting PDAC conference. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And then, well, for us, the BMO conference before yeah, that and down in Florida. But, yeah, I mean, we've got, uh, I mean, so we've got some things under under way right now. I mean, we've got, with Mitsubishi, we're kicking off a MET program. Okay. So, so that's coming out. Uh, we've got drill results from last year. Now, these were... You know, for the most part, infill drilling, um, but you know, there's, there's, it's always interesting to take a look at that. And, you know, Is that part continuity. of the metallurgical program? It was part of the metallurgical program. So, yeah. why, I mean, have you, you've already done a lot of metallurgical test work. Yeah. I mean, you, you did it, and then Rio, Rio did, did it, it, and then now Mitsubishi's doing it. Why yeah. triple down? Yeah, it's it's uh, you know everybody was looking at everything. So okay. I mean, we did a very you know we did big program. Yeah. And then, you know, Rio came in and said, well, you know, we want to do a pinpoint, you know, looking at just double checking. I mean, the, the work that Rio did in our prior uh, um, agreement with them was a diligence process. So they wanted to redo MET work looking over our shoulder. It was that simple. They said, look, we're going to do it. We want to, you know, set the composites, do the drilling, get the fresh core, see the results with our own eyes and, and, and you know, look for opportunity as well. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, Mitsubishi's come in and they're just laser focused on the concentrate. You know, so we're saying, hey, here's our copper recovery and concentrate is clean. And they're like, okay, it's clean, but we want to know, you know, how many parts per billion of, you know, this rare earths in it or, you know, all those little bits and pieces and, and then they'll, they'll do testing, you know, their own specific testing in terms of, of uh, you know, how well it would behave in the smelter and, and those sort of things as well. So, um, you know, they're, I mean, it, it, it's as much about, I think, build, making product that they can test okay. as, as well. Okay, um, okay. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Uh, well, uh, best of luck with your travels. Okay. Uh, if we don't talk to you beforehand, we'll see you in Toronto. Yes, absolutely. Sorry. Right. All right. Good to talk to you. All right. All right. Thank you very Paul. much. All right. That's Paul Westells from Western Copper and Gold, everybody. They do trade on the TSX and the NYSE with the symbol WRF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.